Welcome back to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your hosts, Micah and Nick. Before we get into it, Nick, I don't know. Obviously, you can see me. Maybe we'll put a video out. Maybe we won't. We'll see. I'm wearing my Virginia hat. But it's officially baseball season, Nick. So my beer that I'm currently drinking, yes, I'm having an adult beverage during this podcast. That's how my week is already off to. Features both of our schools on a little College World Series koozie. So uh, it's officially baseball wow. season. I like that. That's really cool. It's, a, it's officially baseball season now that both of our teams have basically, minus a, a run in Brooklyn, are not going to the NCAA tournament for men's basketball. So we're uh, we're on the ba- we're on the spring sports bandwagon now here on the Just Means Less podcast. Yeah. Oh, actually, they uh, unfortunately, you had to deal with that. Jeez, Nick, I'm so I feel really bad for you guys. But Nick's got Nick does have women's basketball still to look forward to. So I guess technically he can kind of still look in the winter. But um, you know, but hey, oh, I also want to give a shout out to uh to everyone's favorite little brother UNC. Just wanted to you know defend Nick here before he got a chance to uh go onto his Twitter rant. Um, hey UNC fans. I'm glad that some of you went to class. I am very, very proud that that at least on the academic side, you guys go to class, unlike most of your athletes. But hey, you know, again, this is coming from someone that is used to being the little brother in the one sport everyone cares about and is the big brother in pretty much every other sport. So um, I get it. You know, it's hard when everything you've ever known and loved, you have that one sport and that's it. But you know, maybe, maybe it's just not meant to be just saying so. Well, I, I guess I'll address it. Uh, yeah. So I put, uh, if you guys didn't know, I haven't, I don't think I've said it yet, but I've been running the new fifth quarter NC state page on Twitter. It's at FQ Wolfpack. Uh, I'm sure maybe some people know, uh, so I decided, you know what? I, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew we were going to get killed by Carolina. There was no way in hell we were going to win that game. There was no way. So I put out this tweet on FQ Wolfpack that said, remember guys, we're a little brother. We're only better than UNC at football, women's basketball, baseball, wrestling, swim and dive, hockey, softball, gymnastics, track and field, and showing up to classes. Some NC State fans also said, don't forget about this sport. Don't forget about that sport. I'm sorry to those sports. Um, And yeah, that caused a ruckus. I've had a few tweets from this account go viral. Um, By viral, I mean like, oh, I don't know, more than like 500 likes or 400 likes and, you know, just under a hundred retweets. This thing is still popping off. There are still people in the mentions fighting UNC fans and NC state fans. And there are so many people that are just saying like, Oh, well, we're better. We've always been better than you at those sports. Well, I was just talking about recently in the last 15 years, I think we have been better than you in all of those sports basketball. I'm not going to argue. Roy had our number. He was, 35 and five. This is the best way to always remember how North Carolina is. Okay. They are always the second best team in the state of North Carolina. They are never the first. By rule, makes them the little brother. Think about it. Yes, they're better than you in basketball, but guess who is better than them in basketball? Their other rival, Duke. Football, NC State's your daddy. Oh, baseball, NC State, and probably even Duke might be your daddy. Um, And ECU might be your daddy if we want to go outside of conference. 
Um, oh, let's see. Yeah, we could just keep Taylor going. Sapp State. Yeah, women's basketball. Again, NC State. Men's lacrosse. Duke. I think they might they might have the women's lacrosse title. And they have field hockey. They have field hockey, Nick. So yeah. Pump the brakes, okay? Pump the brakes <laughs> on the little brother thing. Just because field hockey, baby. It's Greatest so show funny. on turf. Greatest show on turf, like, baby, field hockey. There I'll address I'll address two things. One, there were a couple, there was one NC State fan who I think took it way over the line. And I'm not gonna repeat it. I did block that person and report that tweet. Um, kind of took it over the line a little bit. But UNC fans, they are so funny. Because it's like, did you and Micah, some of these mentions were like, you're one and two against Mac. You're one and two against Mac. Okay. Like, did UNC football become a thing for you guys three years ago? You're four and five against Dave Doran. Like, what do you want me to say? You're five and 10 in the last 15 years against us. Like, okay, one and two against Mac. That's all. That's so funny. UNC fans, they only care about basketball and whatever Mac has done, which honestly has not been all that impressive. I mean, we've talked about it before. Sure, getting to the Orange Bowl and competing Texas A against Texas A&M is that I'll give them that. But I mean, that's all they they hold on to is Mac, Mac, Mac. You're one and two against Mac. He won a national championship, but it wasn't for us. And basketball, like, I don't know. I just find it funny because that's how my weekend went after I put that tweet out late Saturday night. I just want to make NC State fans feel good uh, about their about the horrific basketball season we've had. Uh, I will be going, just want to shout this out real quick. I will be going to the Wake-NC State game on Wednesday at 9 o'clock at the Droll. So uh, tweet at me or That got DM a 9 me. o'clock tip-off? Man, that's brutal. yeah, isn't that ridiculous, dude? I don't know why. I have no idea why it's at nine o'clock. It's ridiculous. Um, but I will be there. So if you want to, you know, meet, DM me if you listen to the podcast, let's meet up. I will, I mean, come sit with me. my brother's coming too. So if you want to meet up, let's meet up. I'd love to meet you guys if you're going to the state wake game on it's Wednesday. Not even on ACC network. Weird. Uh, yeah. there's got to be a different. There's got to be a better game. Raycom, baby. Raycom Sports. Here we go. Um, but how was your weekend, though? That was a lot. That was enough about me. How was? How How are you doing, Micah? My weekend was was busy. Very busy week of of full time job work. Um, obviously very saddened by Virginia. Um, and I appreciate people that reached out. Like, I'm sorry, your tournament hopes were over. If you lose to this Florida State team, I don't think we deserved in the tournament. Deserve to be in the tournament anyway, so I really don't care at this point. If I'm being honest, like it, it stung, but like and people go, oh well, you know they, they didn't hit the last second buzzer beater. They shouldn't have been in a close game with Florida State to begin with, in my opinion. So, especially when you lose the way you did to Duke, like you would think you would come out and just say we're we're balling today. So sad, but you know that is what it is. The AC tournament is going to be fun, though, so I guess I guess I can hold on to the glimpse of maybe some miracle run that way. Um, but no, it was a it was a good weekend. But um, Nick, before we uh, before actually, you know, this is actually getting into content because why not? Because we might as well do the exact same thing we did last week. 
you feeling any better about your North Carolina and wake take? Just saying, guys, remember, I'm $10 richer now. Um, for those that listened last week, um, I'm not going to make Nick pay up. We'll just next time Nick and I, when Nick and I formally meet for the first time in person, I'll just make him buy me dinner or lunch or something, a beer. But North Carolina looked is down very right so now. Far. I have them tied, but maybe, maybe again, it's, it's, it's a close game regardless right now with Syracuse, yeah. but they looked very subpar last week. Like they won, which is big, but subpar. Wake Forest, on the other hand, had one really great showing and one very piss poor showing. So kind of led back to our debate where it's like, I almost would take the North Carolina because at least they're winning kind of argument where I'm sorry, I don't care if it's Clemson or not. I, I don't. I, I know Little John's been a little bit tougher to win in recently, but this Clemson team's not good. <laughs> and to lose, especially without one of their best player, right? No, they were. Was they were they without yeah, their best player? Right. Yeah, they're without their leading scorer, and they're on a six-game losing streak. So I mean, obviously the streak's got to end at some point, but they were down bad in Clemson. So we don't need to spend the the. 30 minutes that we spent last time, but I'm still riding with North Carolina is better than Wake Forest. Just to let you know. And I don't feel any more confident in it, but I don't feel any worse about it. If I'm being honest, even though North Carolina did not look that impressive last week. I think I'm kind of, I, I think nothing has, I think I feel a little bit less for Wake, but I'm kind of still pulling for Wake. If that makes any sense. Like I've changed a little bit but not that much. The only thing that's making me feel like that right now is yes, that's a bad loss. And I even talked to the assistant coach who came into our deli um, the other day. He's like, yeah, we just didn't from tip to end. Like they were just not synced in. They were not in it at all. Um, Why I'm feeling doubtful about is that conference record at 12 and seven, because if you look at wakes overall record, it's 22 and eight. So that really does tell you now that's really starting to show that out of conference schedule, how much it helped them in the beginning when they were getting wins, but how much it's starting to bite them in the butt. And also the ACC is not good and you have seven losses in it. So granted two of them are to Duke and one of them was very close and Miami is still really good, but that's tough, man. That's really tough. I'm still going to ride with Wake. I think they will take care of business against NC State. And I also think I'm riding with them because they bounced back and destroyed Louisville. Wow, that's a big cattail. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they bounced back and they destroyed Louisville, which they needed desperately just to stay in the conversation. If they had lost that game, they, they would need to win the whole thing. Um, but right now, if you beat NC State, and I think if you get one or two wins in the tournament, I could say that they're in. Because if to me, it, it's hard to leave out a 24-win ACC team. It just is. So I'm going to ride with them. And um, the Carolina, you're right about Carolina. They, they're they winning the games they have to, except that pick game. They didn't look uh, a whole, you know, they didn't look as good as, they had hoped against NC State. And right now they're struggling against Syracuse, who just got killed by Duke. So, yeah, I think I'm kind of in the same boat where I am. Do you know who Syracuse killed this year, though? 
Anyway, NC State, uh, Wake Forest. Um, so, but yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of agree with what you just said. I, I'm gonna say 25 win Wake Forest. I don't think should be left out. I'm not gonna say 24. I think I think they need to be in. I think either team, if they want to be an NCAA tournament team, has to be playing in that final four, the semifinals of the ACC tournament. That's how I look at it. Because if Wake Forest is 24 and nine, and they got to the the elite eight of the ACC tournament, you know the quarterfinals, I don't think that's good enough with how their out of conference record is. And to be honest, like the ACC is not that good. Like if you can make the argument, oh well, they're the fifth best team in the ACC. That's not saying it's a whole lot. Where if you get to that semifinal matchup, again, if you get trounced by Duke, you get trounced by Duke, but that's 25 and nine. And you can say top four team in the X. I think the AC is a four team worthy league, regardless of how bad like it might be this year. Because I don't think, I still don't think it's that bad. I think the floor is pretty decent. It's just not, again, there's no heavy hitters this year, minus Duke. And there's really no, you know, real contenders besides Duke, to be honest, for like what I would say a national title run. Um, so that stuff is something too, but again, yeah, you're right. I mean, wakes, wakes at home for NC state. They, sh- I'd, I'd be, I'd be shocked if they lose that game. No offense, you know, Nick, but I think you're probably on the same boat as I am. Um, I'm intrigued yeah. to see what, what Notre Dame Florida state brings us on Wednesday, because I mean, Florida state could be a real, like, I really do. I mean, I'm not trying to like discredit or not discredit, but like, make an excuse for, for Virginia's loss to them because, again, like Florida State lost by 16 to Boston College earlier in the week. So you can't make that argument. But Florida State has the talent to be that team that could be a real thorn in the side of a Wake Forest, of a Virginia, of a Virginia Tech, of a North Carolina for that NCAA, NCAA tournament spot. You know, they knock them out in the quarterfinal matchup or something like that and just kind of ruin it for everybody. Like, that's what Florida State can do. They're not an NCAA tournament potential unless they win the whole daggone thing. But, I mean, they definitely can play spoiler because I think they have the potential and talent to do it. So that'll be intriguing for sure. But that's all I've got on the men's side. I really want to spend a little bit of, of, of real time here on the women's basketball side, Nick. It only makes sense. It's women's basketball tournament week kicking off on Wednesday. Um, you know, I just want to say before I get too far into it, I'm so damn proud of the University of Virginia's women's team from worst to second worst going into the tournament. So shout out to the girls ending, ending strong there, getting them the 14 seed instead of the 15 seed. That's, that's how you do it, ladies. That's how you get it done. Um, they tied for the 15 seed, but the tiebreaker, Virginia over Pitt. So watch out world. Virginia is on one now. Not really, but I am very, very excited about that. But we got to do our bracket. We got to do it. We got to do it. We got to fill out the bracket, Nick. We got to fill it out women's basketball style. I might be a little bit more in tune with women's basketball than you are. But, I mean, again, this women's basketball tournament could be an absolute hoopla. Um, Obviously, your NC State Wolfpack, your Lady Pack, are the number one team in the conference. Um, Louisville is scary, scary good, Um, as we saw. If breaking, making tons of noise across the country, being up, what was it, 45 to three or something like that at one point? Which, by the way, I'm not trying to take away from, you know, what Louisville did. That's impressive. But I'm actually really disappointed that they only won by like 20. Like you had a 40 point lead and you only won by 20. Like that means the other team had to outscore you by 20 points the rest of the way. 
that's a lot of points. Like, if they would have outscored you by, like, 10, I get it. You called off the dogs. But by, like, 20-some points, that's yeah, not alarming. But it's just kind of, like, kind of ruined it for me. When I saw the final score was, like, 89 to 60-something, I was like, oh, well. I was hoping to see, like, a final score of, like, 90 to 30 or something crazy like that. So, a little bummed to see that. But still, nonetheless, and one of the most impressive first halves I think I've ever seen in a women's basketball game from louisville but let's do some women's basketball tournament can i ask something real quick let's hear it okay just one more question about the men's side real quick so obviously what we saw this weekend was crazy one two three four five six and nine all lost saturday duke is bumped up to four do you believe right now that duke is the number four team in the nation no Neither do I. Neither do I. I don't. I. I think they can compete honest, for a title, but I don't think that they are number four. This might be a really hot take. Take away Duke. Take away North Carolina. Let's say it's Notre Dame or Miami with that same resume as Duke. You're looking at a top ten team, top twelve team. They are getting so much love. Yeah. For the branding. They are, and, that, and I'm not trying to discredit Duke. Duke. You could win a national title. You have the talent to win a national title. I'm not trying to get away from you, but right now there are smaller brands of college basketball teams that I would take over Duke. Simple as that. I would take Texas Tech over Duke, if I'm being completely honest. There's a lot of Big 12 teams that I would, I'm honestly been more impressed with than Duke. So I'm not trying to say that, again, they're not good, but I don't think they're, I don't think they're a number one or a number two seed in my opinion. If I had to pick where they should be seeding-wise, I would say three is highest, like a three in the South region as that 11 or 12 team. I just – I don't see it. Um, and I don't like them being a one seed, if I'm being completely honest with you, because that just means a target on your back. And I don't think that team is as talented of, of like a one seed that's going to make a run. Like I would rather them be that three seed that we maybe underseeded a little bit, but is good enough to be a one seed. So I definitely am a little concerned about that kind of hype around Duke when, again, I just don't see it. I've watched, again, I've, I've, of the Duke games I've watched, they've never really been overly impressive. Minus that UNC game. They haven't really done anything what I, that I have watched with my own eyes go. Like, again, I watched him play Wake Forest at home, Virginia at home, Virginia on the road. Like, nothing they've done has made me go, wow, amazing. So. Jeez. They, they, I'm looking at the top 25 right now. So Gonzaga, Arizona, both stayed one and two. Duke at number four, they got 11 votes for first place. And Baylor, who's ahead of them at three, only got four votes. So I think I, I think I agree with you. I don't believe I believe that they can compete for a national title this year. They I think in my book, they've proved it. They've obviously also beaten the number one team in Gonzaga. I know that was back in November, but still that's still pretty impressive. And also because Gonzaga has been consistently the number one team this year for most of the season. Um, but I think they're, they have that four spot because of what happened this weekend. I think hot take, even though it's the last week of the regular season and also conference tournaments, I think things are going to shake out in a way against Duke to where they will not be the number one seed. I just, because I feel like maybe an upset in the ACC tournament or 
one of these top 10 teams is going to win their conference tournament, which is going to be a lot uphold more than winning the conference tournament in the ACC. Like if Arizona won the Pac-12, if Baylor obviously wins the Big 12 or Kansas or Auburn wins the SEC, I could see Duke just being knocked out of that top four right now. Yeah. The only thing I will say about Duke is in terms of resume, in terms of just the rest of college basketball, I mean, this is a year where there are a lot of three-loss, four-loss teams. And, like, the, the, the teams that have less than that are, like, a Murray State, a South Dakota State, who haven't really played anybody either. Like, Duke is 25-4. and four. That is, again, that's a Baylor team with five losses in front of them. There are no other – the only other team with four losses that are behind them are Houston and Providence and USC. But, again, I would argue that Duke has played a better schedule. Another thing I'll give Duke credit for, even though, again, I don't think they've been overly impressive, you look at their losses. Virginia by one. Florida State by one in overtime. Uh, Miami, Florida by two. Ohio State by five. That's a total of nine points. That's less than two and a half points a game they're losing by. So, like, they have not had a shit performance all season. Like, when they play bad, they're still in the ball game which in my opinion does show you how, what their ceiling is. So that is the only reason why I am not too upset about Duke being a, a number four seed. But again, I'm, but also too, I guess you could make the same argument. Like Auburn has had its moments where it's like, wow, rough Kansas, Kentucky, Purdue, Providence. Like, I mean, for God's sakes, to make Duke feel better, Virginia beat Providence too. Like, Virginia has two top ten wins. Like, that's the only thing I think that might could potentially save Virginia. If they get to the AC championship, maybe they sneak in just because of those two top ten wins. But, especially, if, again, they, get, they can beat Duke in the AC tournament. But that's the only thing I will say is I personally do not think that they're a number one seed caliber team right now. But at the same time, the resume and stats kind of say otherwise. And I do, and I, I do think that their, 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 their talent in, in themselves is good enough. So, you know, I just think that that's going to be what kind of saves them there. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. All right, that's all I want to ask. I just wanted to see if you thought what I was thinking. We're both on the same page with that. Awesome. So now we go to the women's tournament. Big, big stuff happening in Greensboro where the uh, college basketball or AC college basketball should live forever, men's, women's non-binary, whatever, have it in Greensboro. Um, but let's jump right into it. So to give you the seedings, number one, NC State, number two, Louisville, number three, Notre Dame, four, North Carolina, five, Virginia Tech. I have just named five ranked teams. Number six, Georgia Tech, who I believe is ranked in one poll and unranked in another. Miami, seven, Boston College, eight, Florida State, nine, 10 is Duke, 11 is Wake Forest, 12 is Syracuse, 13 is Clemson, 14 is Virginia, and 15 is Pitt. The tournament will kick off with a 12-13 matchup that is Syracuse and Clemson. I'm pretty sure that is clearly going to be a win for Syracuse. I like their team better. Clemson's been kind of wishy-washy this year especially, so I'm going to go Syracuse. I don't know why. I'm just going to go Syracuse. 
Okay, cool. I'll go Syracuse. Yep, that's about right. Duke Pitt, go Duke easily. <laughs> Duke, there's a difference between Duke and Pitt. There is a big talent difference, in my opinion. Uh, Duke, like that 14, 15, 13, 12 is kind of all equal, in my opinion, but 11, 10 is kind of where it starts to separate a little bit. So give me Duke to beat Pitt. Yeah, I'll go with Duke. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick Virginia to beat Wake. Virginia has been playing better as of late. And for some odd reason, my psychotic belief just is like, Virginia's going to give me one win in the women's tournament so I can just, just be happy. Give me, give me the fifth win of the season? Sixth. Fifth or sixth win of the season. So give me Virginia. Virginia to upset Wake Forest. Hey, I'll, I'll take Virginia because I've noticed that they finished – they actually did finish the season off strong. Ever since we started talking about the spring sports and – involving women ba- women's basketball uh a little bit more into these podcasts from that from when we started doing that they've been on a little run so you know what i'll ride their hot streak with you yep this is where i think it gets a lot more easy or a lot more easy easier yeah i have an nc state degree sorry north carolina fans um but so, oh, by the way do i save that rant no i'm gonna go on a quick quick just a quick PSA for everybody that uses this argument. This is not, I saw it on your thread. So I wanted to bring it up with the North Carolina NC state thing. Stop saying, well, you didn't go to school there. You can be a fan of a team and not go to school there. I am sorry. I have very little ties to the university of Virginia minus being from there and taking a couple classes there in high school. That is it. But I still spend more money than some people that went to school there when it comes to donating to athletics in terms of following athletics, in terms of supporting athletics. Stop using that crappy excuse because 90% of the time, it's the worst excuse ever. Even, you know what? And I can't believe I'm going to defend a Duke bandwagon fan, but if you're actually loyal to Duke sports, especially, I I can't stand the ones that are Duke basketball fans, but Alabama football fans, that's where I obviously will lose this argument. But, if you're a Duke fan across the board, I have friends that are Duke football and basketball fans. Obviously, football, they just thought kind of came with the package. Like you had to buy to buy basketball, you had to be a football fan too, as a joke. But it's hard to get into Duke. But if you support them through and through, fine. Because at the end of the day, it's the same argument with the NFL. It's the same argument with every sport ever. So stop using that argument. Because in a way, too, I'm not trying to be rude but it kind of makes your school sound stupider because all you're saying is everyone can get into my school. Everyone goes to my school. That kind of makes your school sound like it's easy as hell to get into. In my opinion, that's the way I see that argument is I everyone can get into NC state, but not everyone can get into UNC or Duke. That's not necessarily the true case, but that's what it sounds like. So the, I'm not going to add the person who said that in your, in your little uh, viral tweet, but stop it. Just, just, just stop it. Just, just stop. Now, again, you're an NC State basketball fan or a football fan and then a North Carolina basketball fan, yeah, see yourself out. Or if you switch based on what sport's better at the time, yeah, see yourself out of this conversation. But if you're loyal to that team through and through, like especially if you spend money, like that's why I am willing to – anyone ever tell me, oh, you're a Virginia and a Wake fan. Yeah, I spend at least $500 for each athletic program. I support them no matter what. And then when one plays the other, my ties always will be for Virginia. 
Okay, cool. Call me a bandwagon. I don't care, but at least I'm loyal. I don't have to go to school there to care because again, there are certain people that went to school there and could give two shits about the athletic programs. And that's okay too. But it doesn't mean that because you didn't go there and you cheer them on that you don't get to actually cheer them on. Cause that means by rule, if you didn't work for the Baltimore Ravens, you can't be a Baltimore Ravens fan. Nick, Nick, I hate to break it to you. You got to take down that San Francisco Giants thing behind you because you never worked for them or played for them. So, sorry, not allowed to be a Giants fan anymore. Bummer. Drats. So, anyways, end rant. Mm-hmm. I, I, real quick, I'll agree to that argument. I, because, like, North Carolina, it's a brand. Like, it's state fans, come on. You know it's a brand. It's just like with Alabama football or anything else. Where I draw the line is, though, is the New Jersey fans that have been lifelong Duke fans, which I don't even know how that how you become that. I, I, that's one of the greatest mysteries to me is everyone from New Jersey is a Duke fan. I just don't get it. Um, shoot, I had another point. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I was a Wake fan. I still am a Wake fan. I talk to the, I talk to the athletes every day. I, I'm like, I, I'm very cordial with the baseball team and when the basketball players come in and they know that I went to NC State. We talk sports all the time. I used to root for Wake because I lived in Winston-Salem. Like my parents didn't go to a big football powerhouse. My dad went to Gonzaga. So I rooted for Gonzaga basketball and my mom went to Cal Poly. So that's how I got into college football was because we had a division one power five school in my city. So I was a wake fan my whole life. Uh, and I'm still going to root for wake when they're not playing NC state, because I grew up in Winston-Salem. I've lived here. I don't know, 20 plus years of my life. So yeah, the, that, that shtick has kind of got to go. Cause like, if you told an NC state, if, if I went up to an NC State fan, I had no relations to NC State at all. My parents didn't go there. I didn't go there. I was cool to be a fan of. So there's unbiased Nicholas right there. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I, like I went to a D2 school, so like we didn't have football. During my college times, I would go to almost every Virginia game I could. So does that make me a fake fan? Because I st- stuck with them through two and ten seasons, three and nine seasons. Make sure those are registered, by the way, Nick. Um, four and eight uh, and six and six seasons. So for those of you wondering why I just said those need to be registered, Nick's out here wearing sh- like a, you know, a sleeveless shirt and just out stretching, flexing the muscles. So um, ladies, I think he's got back single. from the gym. Yeah. Oh, you hear that, ladies? He works out. So slide into his dm single sup 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 but anyway <laughs> back to the women's basketball tournament uh virginia tech sup. versus <laughs> virginia tech versus syracuse <laughs> give me virginia tech i mean there's a clear top six in the acc on the women's side and virginia tech's one of them so give me the hokies uh you know what I'm not going to pretend like I know the bottom tiers of the ACC and women's basketball, but I feel like some of that men's Syracuse juju is going to rub off on the women's team. And just to be different from you, because we've been on the same teams so far, I'll go Syracuse. Maybe some of that men's juju will rub off on them. They can pull some upsets. All right. Boston college, Florida state. Give me 
Give me Florida State, eight versus nine. Give me the nine seed, because why not? Yeah, give me Florida State. Boston College isn't really good at anything in this conference. Damn. Slap in the face to women's lacrosse. Number one team in the country right now, but whatever. Um, Duke versus Miami. Give me Miami. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take Miami. And then the upset-minded Hoos versus the Yellow Jackets get Georgia Tech. <laughs> Virginia's not making a run. Just yeah. Give me the one. Give me the one. So. Yeah, give me uh, – I'll, I'll take Georgia Tech too because they, they were in the top 25, right? Yes, they were. Not too long ago. Yeah. At then one they're, point, they're still they were ranked like, in some, there's some still, they're still getting votes. I think they're ranked in one poll too. So, I, I think when State played them a couple of weeks ago, they were still ranked. So yeah, I'll 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 take Georgia Tech. All right. See, the problem is, you made a mistake, Nick, because you could have hopped on the bandwagon with me here with my next statement. I am going to put away my differences for the defense and honor of. My beloved co-host here, Nick, give me Virginia Tech to upset North Carolina to advance to the semifinals of the ACC Women's Tournament because Virginia Tech is better than North Carolina, just like NC State is better than North Carolina, just like UNC Charlotte is the real UNC. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That 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 was too far. I was kidding about that last one. I take all of that back, but not all of that, just that comment back. But yeah, give me the Hokies to upset the Tar Heels. You'd be very bold to pick Syracuse here to upset the Tar Heels, but you can do it if you want to. I'll, I'll go North Carolina. Gross. And we're supposed to be an anti-North Carolina podcast. Nick's over here. Guys, NC State fans, you want to check his uh, – Check what he actually bleeds. I think Carolina Blue might be coming out of his veins a little bit. Whatever. But anyway, that tweet actually, says different. I see. I see what. No, actually, you know what? I see what you're doing. I respect it. I like it because we have Florida State playing NC State, and we're going to the pack here. And I'm assuming you're going. Yeah, to give the me pack, the pack, baby. Which obviously, sets up a rivalry. We we'll have to preview that second here, but I see what you did there. All right, Louisville versus Miami. Give me Louisville. They look filthy so give me the cards uh oh yeah give me the cards a hundred percent that team is very very good they could win this tournament and they could honestly win the national championship they're that good georgia tech versus notre dame give me notre dame yeah i'll take notre dame too they're very good as well all right our semifinals are a little bit different because i have virginia tech and nc state which means I have NC State advancing. I'm assuming you have NC State advancing as well, but they have to take on North Carolina. In a bigger gym. In a bigger gym. In a real gym. Oh, shit. That means we're going to lose. Damn it. You can't play play in the middle school gym anymore. I'm sorry. Ah, damn. What did you think? Did you think I was really not – I didn't take a little peek at the women's uh, tournament and see, oh, wait – there's a chance that State could play Carolina. I hope that happens. Well, I do hope that happens. I hope we sweep their asses uh, in this women's tournament. Give me NC State to destroy them. Guys, just so everyone knows, Nick's shirt is blue. And from the way the light's hitting it from my computer, it kind of looks more Carolina blue than anything, but whatever. That's not true. 
It's I think it's a real blue, but still, we're gonna say it's Carolina blue just for the listeners here. Because what's well, behind the the paint behind me is like a Carolina blue. You hear this that? shirt. You hear is that? You hear that? His bedroom is Carolina blue too, guys. This isn't even my bedroom. Oh well, whatever room he records in, it's now Carolina blue. Louisville Notre Dame rematch of what broke Barstool Sports? I think it's the first time Barstool Sports has ever covered women's sports, which kind of sad, but whatever. Um, is it weird to think that Notre Dame pull off and not, like the, like to get revenge after like being down forty in a in a quarter? Like, is that weird to like actually think that's a possibility? Because I really want to pick Notre Dame to beat Louisville. Nope, nah, I'm just gonna pick Louisville. When you're up forty nine to three, it's hard to think that the, that the other team could actually win in a game against that same team. So I'm going to go Louisville. What do you mean? That is, I'm confused about that statement you made with the bar stool. Well, like, they, I'm did say, they I'm, cover I, the game? I, yeah. Oh, that's where I first saw it was like, they were like, this is this real? Cause it was like 46 to three or whatever. Oh, you know, like, I mean, the oh, score itself oh. was unreal. Like it wasn't like bar stool was insulting women's basketball. It was just more like, what the heck is going on? Like yeah, right. Yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when it's okay. top, it was, I, and like it was like number eighteen versus number four. So like you know you expect like maybe the four team to win big, but you go on the road to the number eighteen team and you're up forty nine to five or whatever it was at one point. Like it's hard to not be like the f- is going on. Oh okay, because I thought you meant like they had a crew there and they covered oh, the no. game. No, the that's what I thought out there, that. unfortunately. The storage, dude, do you believe that story? Good for them. I'm so happy for them. When the, how they had to go from Fayetteville, Arkansas. How do you get from Fayetteville, Arkansas to Boulder, Colorado like that? That's insane. I'm so happy for them. So they I'm just going to say, I mean, it's still a long ass drive, but it's really not as far as you think. Because where I'm from, I'm five hours from Boulder and I'm nine hours from Fayetteville. So it's really not that insane. I mean, it's still 12, 13 hours, I'm guessing. But, like, it's not – I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that crazy, to be honest. And Boulder's right next to Denver. So, like, you can fly to Denver, bada-bing, bada-boom, you know. We made it. But still impressive nonetheless, not taking anything away from that. Um, All right, NC State, Louisville, conference champion. Well, you actually didn't pick. Who would you have, Louisville or Notre Dame? Uh, give me Louisville. Okay, so Louisville, NC State, ACC Women's Tournament. We all know who Nick's picking, so I'm going to be the Lee Corso of the group and say not so fast, my friends, or throwing the L's up. Louisville has been ranked higher than NC State most of the year. I think NC State had the head-to-head, but revenge is served sweet. Last time I saw these two teams play was in the 2020 season when of course nc state won their first women's basketball tournament and i don't know if it was ever or in a very long time but it was the first ac championship game for or ac championship win for nc state and something in a very long time i know that um but i'm gonna go cardinals here but you could go you you could go nc state here. like that championship game right there is a final four matchup so there is no shame in losing that game at all. And almost, I would say, it might not be the worst thing in the world to lose that game, to have the chip to carry over to the NCAA tournament. 
Honestly, it might not be the worst thing. I mean, the girls won it last year and they got knocked out in the Sweet 16 of the Elite Eight last year. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but no, nah, come on. We got to complete it. We got we won the regular season, first time in 32 years. And we don't like to share. So that's ours. Um, and we're going to take it. We're going to take the tournament trophy too because we don't share. We're going to beat Louisville. So go Lady Pack. They're going to become the back-to-back-to-back ACC champions. All right, a little three-peat. Probably the first time NC State's ever done that in anything. Ba-boom. I so, probably. I got, I got your back here, all you loyal, loyal fans of the pod, North Carolina fans. All right, before we get into baseball, because Nick can talk a lot more baseball, just want to do the look around for men's lacrosse. Um, Duke is struggling. They lost again uh, to Penn in overtime. North Carolina looks a little rocky. They struggled with a, a good Brown team. Uh, Notre Dame lost to Georgetown. I don't know if you see the trend I'm going with here, Nick, but the ACC, a little rocky. Now, North Carolina did come out and beat Hopkins. That is a big win for the Tar Heels. That was yesterday. And Virginia is the only undefeated ACC team at the moment in terms of in-conference with their 22-11 win over Syracuse, which was a very – Dominant performance for Virginia. That's all I've got for the ACC. There wasn't a ton of games. I literally just went through all of them. Um, Duke and High Point tomorrow is going to be very intriguing. That game is actually happening at High Point. Um, Nick, if you have nothing going on at 7 o'clock tomorrow, five bucks. I'm saying it's worth it, man. Go watch some high-quality lacrosse. High Point's facility is gorgeous. It's obviously not far from us in Winston-Salem, about 20 minutes maybe, uh, depending on where you're at in town. Might not be a bad idea to get some boots on the ground for some uh, good ACC, well, not true ACC, but an ACC game of sorts. Um, because High Point never, I don't think this is the first time High Point's ever hosted one of the major Carolinas, because I don't think they've ever hosted Duke or Carolina. So this will be big for them. I'm sure it'll be rocking. And, and Duke needs a bounce back win because they are struggling. So uh, that's all I got for the men's lacrosse side. Um, for women's across, all I'm going to say is I can't believe Nick insulted Boston College like that. The women's team at Boston College right now is off to a fantastic start. Uh, so shout out to the Lady Eagles. Um, but Nick, I know you're chomping at the bit to talk some more baseball because I mean, both our teams have looked pretty damn good so far. Virginia has been very dominant. And, and NC State got a little bit of challenge from Quinnipiac. And what do they do? They rally. and They get the dub. So... Let's 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 get to, let's get into some baseball here, Nick. What do you want to talk about baseball side? Minus the fact that, let's just be honest, the ACC is fucking filthy. Like, oh, I also want to say one more thing about baseball. Like in terms of like before I let you talk, I don't understand how one poll can have Virginia in the top four, and then another not even have them ranked. How does that work? Because Baseball America has Virginia as the number four team in the country, I believe. And then D1 Baseball has them unranked. I can understand, like, you know, if, if Virginia was 16th in one poll and then unranked in another, because baseball, especially early in the year, is really hard to judge. And one might be basing off what Virginia did last year by getting to the College World Series versus what they kind of truly might be. I'm fine with that. But from four to unranked in the same week in, the, in polls, is just mind-boggling to me because like that like how could one person go yeah you're you're potentially going to win the college world series another one's like yeah you're not even good enough to be in my top 30 it just doesn't make sense to me 
That's a very good question. Um, for baseball, what I do is I generally go D1. They, I think, are the most accurate. Accurate. Ooh, and, that means Virginia's unranked, Nick. Come on. I know. So the, the, let me get to your Virginia point in just a second. So I think when it comes to seeding and the regionals and the playoffs and everything like that, that's what the committee does. They go by the D1. Um, I want to assume that what was the poll that Virginia was in at number four, American what? Baseball America. Baseball America. Okay. I want to assume that they took the results of last year and they have just like gave them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to continue to roll and they are still rolling right now. They're seven and oh. So that's what I, my thinking is if someone else that is more into the ranking systems in college baseball, because they are confusing even to the casual college baseball fan, which I have been trying to get into for the last, you know, four or five years uh, since, you know, I guess starting college and whatever um, I've always paid attention but not in the regular season because I didn't really have a team. Anyway, I'm going to assume that's what they're doing. So, um, yeah. But if we're going to start talking about college baseball, how can we not lead off with probably the most talked about athlete in sports right now, Tommy Tanks. This kid is unreal. Don't give me this BS of, who NC State has played. And don't give me this BS that some kid is shooting up steroids, Micah. Stop doing that gesture. Um, oh, sorry. But, Let me go grab my wine cork. I'm going to go put it in my bat real quick. Shut no, up. That kid's a baller, man. Oh, my goodness. Dude, I can't believe what he's doing right now. Tommy Tanks. Let me get – I've this graphic has gone – everywhere on twitter so, so they have the before you go though before you, before you do i know i think i know where you're going yeah. with this my favorite meme it's got three likes on twitter but i saw it when i just looked up tommy tanks the other day someone yeah. put a meme of his face on the one ukraine tank that's been like recorded to be taking out russian tanks right now and said if we send this guy to russia or to ukraine the russian army's running the other way like i'm i, I died like i mean i know that's a i don't want to make light of a serious situation but like Sometimes you have to just find humor in the sad parts of the world. And it's just like, when I saw that, I'm like, I mean, the way he's annihilating the baseball, <laughs> like nuts, absolutely nuts. Dude. Yeah. I've made those same jokes. Like if the U S military were depleted, send in the NC state baseball team, cause they're hitting bombs. And then I took that same tweet quote tweeted it and said actually you know what never mind we just need tommy that's all we need is just tommy tanks just hitting bombs um what this kid is doing is unbelievably impressive in eight games he has nine home runs two of those by the way a grand slam um he has 29 rbis and over 600 slugging percentage i don't even know it's freaking ridiculous he is everywhere Fox MLB tweeted about him. Barstool Sports has written articles about him. He's been on ESPN. I mean, I just listened to Pardon My Take, and they were even talking about him. It's unbelievable what this kid is doing. And I really don't care the teams that they've been playing. Like, if you look at the graphic, 
that's been going around on Twitter of which teams are leading uh, in home runs. Right, One right now is Wake Forest, which I'll also get to in a minute with 15. Two and three is like Mercer and NC State at 13. And then you see Tommy Tanks with nine. Like Tommy Tanks is leading 99% of college baseball teams in home runs. Yeah. That's freaking I'm pretty sure he unreal. has as many as Virginia has this year. I'm pretty sure. It's so. it's unbelievable what this kid is doing. And he he is literally the talk of sports right now. I'm not saying that just because I'm an NC State fan. If you're seeing like, don't I saw that. I saw you make that little eyebrow gesture. If you're seeing podcast, him, if you're seeing him on ESPN, Fox Sports, Barstool, all these things. You know it's real, like this, especially with baseball, which on um, uh, MLB, which unfortunately I think is going to be delayed. Tomorrow's the deadline to get a decision. Like this is the talk of baseball in general. Is Tommy Tanks? He's unreal. Um, so there's my little NC State, you know, explosion. Other than that, Wake Forest is really good. Wake Forest is very, very good. They lead the nation in home runs. They have 15 as a team, which is very impressive. Um, what else was I going to say? Shout out to Brendan Tisman and Adam, I think his last name's Cerrone, Serrano, something like that. There's a trend right now on the NC State baseball team where if those, some guys like eat my mom's fresh fruit torts that they keep in the dessert case, they hit a home run. So that's what they've Wait, been for doing. for NC State or for Wake? For Wake. Oh, you said NC so, State. That's why I was just making Oh, sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For Wake. For Wake. So the baseball team of all athletics, we feed, as you guys know, I've said it before, we feed a lot of the teams. But – for those that come in just by themselves, like, hey, like it's in between classes, I'm going to go get a sandwich or something like that. The team that comes in the most is the baseball team all year. And my brother and I become very um, good friends with some of them. We talk to them a lot. They want us to come out to the games. It's really cool that we're seeing Wake baseball trend everywhere and they come in all the time. It's like very cool to see. And I'm really happy for those guys. They had a very disappointing year last year where they had some hopes. They were pre-ranked top 25 last year and they fell that flat on their bug faces. bit them though, too. I mean, they, they had some yeah, the worst that's injury. Like, like that's what, in my opinion, saved Virginia was the year before they hit the, you know, the bad injury bug. And then early in the year, they kind of got bit with it too. But then when they got everybody back, that was a damn good lineup. And that was the same thing with wake, like wake, was fantastic for what a month and a half of, of the season and then just every like I, I i'm pretty sure every arm went down like i mean i don't know if this is true but i felt like i i know i dialed into at least one game where position players were pitching in the fifth inning and it wasn't like it was like a 17 run game already like it was like four to two like there should not have been a position position player pitching in a four to two ball game so they they, no. they, they had the shit end of the stick last year with the injury bug so hopefully it evens itself out this year and they don't have to deal with that because then they are a damn good team. And man, 
Like, Nick, I'm jealous of you. I would be at the couch as much as I could to catch some of, some of those games. That's such a great place to watch baseball. Oh, I and definitely like, will be. And, and once, you know, obviously now the weather's hopefully going to start warming up here soon and the way that team can play. And, and again, I, I love baseball, and I, I do love pitchers' gems every once in a while, but it's a damn lot more fun when there's just nukes being hit every – like, you cannot tell me that this Wake Forest NC State series is not setting up for just a home run derby. Like, it's going it's to be – It's the last series insane. of the year. Thing. Like the last yeah, series, like the, both of these teams are probably gonna have to agree to like a six home run per inning rule. Like it's going to be nuts. Um, but because Quinnipiac hit some bombs off NC State the other day, so I, I feel like both teams could be susceptible to throwing some bombs. Like it's not just purely the hitters too. Like their pitching has been a little suspect. But I mean, the ACC is off to like one thing. I want to give the ACC a lot of credit for is. We've been seeing a lot of early upsets in college baseball. Penn winning the series against Texas A&M. Omaha, University of Nebraska, Omaha winning the series versus UCLA. Like that kind of stuff. We have, we, we've been seeing a lot of these power five type conferences have a team or two that has some expectations. But if, again, it's way too early to, like, to write off a Texas A&M or a UCLA by any means. But again, there's been some group, you know, these mid-major schools coming in and getting some big series wins early in the year. And I've been very impressed. The ACC really hasn't had many hiccups yet. I mean, NC, like, if you don't follow college baseball, you don't realize that Quinnipiac is a very solid mid-major baseball program. Like, that is not anything that NC State should be ashamed of, having to, to rally to beat them. Like, that is very I mean, this, common. Like, that is a, the, good, yeah. that is a good program. That again, yes, NC State should win that series. They, they, that is the expectation. But the fact that they they swept, they did what they were supposed to do. That just tells you everything you need to know about this NC State program. That they are destined to make a running at it again this year. And this kind of thing happens all the time in baseball, the, especially in college baseball. You see um, all these smaller teams that pull off some upsets, win some series, win some games, a lot of them in a huge run game, you know, where it's like 13, 11 or something like that. It's really crazy. Um, and wake, like they just finished up the series against uh, NJIT, New Jersey Institute of Technology. Okay. That team took Arkansas to the wire in the regionals before they played NC state. So that's a legit team. That team made the regionals last year. So that was a legit team. Wake Forest just swept. Um, so I'm excited. I can't wait. I it, that ser- that last series, man, because I, I I know it's early and we haven't had conference play yet in baseball, but this is looking like to be the number one and number two teams in the ACC. Because Wake has been waiting for this. They I think all the momentum for Wake. Actually, you could go back to last year. Started last year when they sweat Pitt and they ruined Pitt's chances to go into the regionals. They were always that bubble team. And Wake went up to Pittsburgh and they swept them. Funny thing, too, is that was the nail on the coffin for Pitt last year because the team before that played Pitt was NC State. And NC State swept them. And that was when everybody woke up and was like, oh, wow, like NC State, they're actually playing like how we thought they were. They just Pitt went got Pitt. Pitt got robbed last year. I don't even want to get into that. I was so angry because, like, 
they took way too much consideration into what Wake Forest was early in the year. And that pisses me off because like what do that, you mean? Like when they when they when Pitt missed the tournament last year, they got left out for some teams that, in my opinion, did not have to play the same tough of slate. That Wake Forest team that Pitt played that last weekend of the season was not the Wake Forest team that had a 500 record. That was the Wake Forest team that came into the season as a top 15 program. You shouldn't get swept. So you can't feel too bad for Pitt. I'm not saying you have to like, you know, oh, whoa, is Pitt. But they, in my opinion, should have been. And it was talked about in the college baseball world. They were probably the biggest snub of the NCAA tournament. And I'm still upset because I know for a fact, like you said, you take the fact that that NC State team, and, and what sucked too, even though, yes, it started to wake people up to NC State, they didn't give much weight to that NC State sweep either. They were kind of like, oh, NC State's a bubble team. They're not that good. You know, they're, they're okay. Like, they're good. They're going to make the tournament. They can maybe make a run. But no one looked at NC State when they did that sweep and went, that's a potential College World Series team. Like, let's just be honest. Like, when, when, Wake, when, when NC State made the College World Series, a lot of experts were shocked by that. So yeah. that's where my frustration for Pitt was. It's like they just kind of got the shit end of the stick because they lost to a state. Again, they got swept by a team that made the College World Series and arguably could have won the college, like could have won the whole damn thing. And then also got swept by a team that was arguably a top 15 team when they played them. The roster that they played was a top 15 team with, with by the way, nothing to lose, which is always discredited in sports. But let's be honest, when you have nothing to lose, it is a, like that's why I love being a Baltimore Orioles fan come like September and early October if baseball season goes on forever because they love to play spoilers. They're the worst team in baseball, but they're still going to find a way to make the Yankees lose, the Red Sox lose, the Rays lose, everybody lose because that's just how that works. So I just feel bad for Pitt because I, I would have loved to have seen Pitt. And, that, and I think, too, that would have been so big for that program because I don't know if they're going to be able to get there again this year. I could be able to get back to that same state this year. And for a program like Pitt, you need something like that to put on your for recruits to just be able to kind of get that 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 funding, the money that you get for participating in the in the college baseball tournament. Losing that, I think, just it, it it's hard because I really thought Pitt could have broken through. So that's all. You think what also, I mean, getting swept in the last two series is not going to help. Both of them being at home really isn't going to help. And then I think what also hurt them was when it came to the ACC tournament. Mm-hmm. They, they they were, were one and done. Yeah. They they were not good, and sure they got a bad draw. I mean they had to play NC State and Carolina, and they went zero and two. So they did get a bad draw. Uh, that was not in their favor at all. Um, yeah, shit, shit just so, broke the and you bring up a, them. they broke it just broke the it, wrong way for them. It just it did it did. You're right. Um, and we'll talk when we get later once basketball is done and everything like that. We'll talk more about. Um, the ACC tournament, and how it goes, because a lot of people are confused how how it's seated and everything. But so we won't talk on. about that now. So much. Fun. It is kind of fun. I yeah. will say, and this might be a really piss poor take, and I'm okay with that. I think it's better in Durham than it is in Charlotte. The backdrop in Charlotte is, I mean, you can't. I really don't know of many better skylines, especially at a smaller ballpark than what there, what's in uptown Charlotte. But I do love when it was in Durham. I don't know. I think I think this the scene around there is just so much better because when it's like the 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 bar scene and everything like that is built up for events at you know 
Durham I can never say it right, but D-A-B-A-P, whatever the heck all the acronyms are. But basically yeah. at the athletic park there in Durham um, for the Bulls, where, yes, there's a lot of bars, obviously, around, you know, the ballpark in Uptown Charlotte. But that ballpark, like, the ACC tournament is less of a bar draw. Like, the bars don't go crazy for it because they care more about the Carolina Panthers, about the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, the Dukes-Mayo Bowl kickoff game, all that stuff. Like, you know, they don't treat it the same way, in my opinion, as they do in Durham. I, this might just be a very – I don't know if it's a cold take, poor take, whatever, but I personally liked it better because I've been to it in both locations. I liked it better in Durham. That's just my take. It's not a Greensboro-Brooklyn debate where I'll lose my mind over it, but I did like it better in Durham. I also think just being more centralized, located in the state, again, maybe call me biased, but I think it's just better that, you know, Duke's not far, Carolina's not far, State's not far, but then Durham is a little bit closer to Tech and Charlottesville and anyone coming from the north because you can kind of shoot straight more down than cutting kind of over into 77, but that's neither here or there. No offense to the SEC tournament because I'm sure it's rowdy as heck. So that's what makes it special. There's no better conference tournament in baseball than the ACC tournament. I mean, most beautiful ballpark, most competitive baseball. The prices are incredible. 150 bucks for the whole tournament. Like, if you have the time, it is worth the damn money to be able to go to every game and just just sit there and just enjoy the beauty that is the sport of college baseball. Cause it's never boring. You can, and, and if you are yeah. bored, let's be honest. And what's you could be on social media at home or at the ballpark. I'm choosing the ballpark every time. So, you know, that's again, we'll get to that obviously when we get further along into, like you said, baseball season and, you know, winter sports are really wrapping up, but man, baseball is going to be so much fun this year. And I've also enjoyed too, the fact that I've just been more tuned in early in the year. I'm a little concerned that I'm going to get more frustrated when losses happen. I used to not care until obviously come April, May, but at the same time, I think I'm very excited for it. And it does help granted it's not ACC talk, but Nebraska is supposed to win the big 10 in baseball this year. So I'm pretty excited about that because there's a lot of hype around here for college baseball right now, because if the Huskers, like it is the dream of anyone in this damn state to see the Huskers play in Omaha. So like they are losing their mind over the idea of that right now. And they're not off to a hot start, but they also played three top 25 teams to start the season. So credit to them for scheduling pretty damn hard to start the year. But, you know, I'm so excited for college baseball. That's why the koozie, the beer is empty now, but the koozie was to get me back in the mood of those uh, sweet June, July, June or July. I can't even remember how late it goes. Is it, June. Is it June? Yeah, it is June. It's those, those June. early to mid June days. Yeah, so a couple more points. Um, first, I've not, I have not been to the ACC tournament in Durham, so I'm not going to try to argue with you. I, I was in Charlotte last year, and you're right; it's absolutely beautiful. Like it competes with Major League Baseball stadiums, backdrops, and everything. Like it is a top, top stadium, facilities, whatever, and things to do outside of the park. I mean, there's not a boring thing you can't do. Like it's so fun. It's so fun. Um, I'm not going to, so I'm not going to try to argue the Durham one. I do like it when it's in Durham too. I think it's more historic when it's in Durham, obviously the movie bull Durham and everything like that. And the ACC has always been playing there. Um, and you're right. It's nothing like 
I'm on the same train with you. It's nothing like the Greensboro Coliseum and Brooklyn or Washington, D.C. or Atlanta or something like that. Um, You bring up another good point. When the 100-win Yankees lose to a, you know, 70 or 60-win Orioles or Blue Jays or something like that, that's kind of what some of these losses are. You know, the the, the bad teams are always going to – it's baseball. The bad teams are always going to find a way to win. And when they do it, that's a big deal for them. So if State won or lost one game to Quinnipiac or Wake Forest, lost one game to NJIT, it's not the end of the world for them. It's That's just baseball. That is just, just baseball. Yeah. Um a couple more points I want to make real quick on some other teams other than Wake and State. I mean, they've been the talk of the town in ACC baseball. Duke has struggled a bit. They uh, are 4-3. and three. They started the season off in the top 25. I'm going to imagine by now that they are out of the top 25. Um, they beat uh, VMI 2 out of 3. That's not bad. They beat App State. They lost a series to Baylor at Baylor. Baylor's not a bad Big 12 team. And they got uh, ECU tomorrow. And speaking of ECU, I know it's not an ECU podcast, but UNC did play them. And UNC impressively swept them in a two-game series. So that was very good on that at ECU, which is very hard to play at. It's weird. ECU is going to be getting State, Wake, or no, I'm sorry, State, Duke, and Chapel Hill this year. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so North Carolina on a tear. Virginia has not missed a beat. Virginia Georgia Tech, Tech looks so, really good too. Georgia Tech, I mean, Georgia Tech won, but they have and their wins yeah. especially they've looked very impressive. Yeah. So has uh, Miami. Clemson is still undefeated. You know, Notre Dame and Florida State are still going to be chomping at the bit. Notre Dame's five and one. Florida State is uh, five and two. Those are still regional tournament teams. Like the ACC Atlantic in baseball is very competitive, like up and down, even Louisville. Louisville is in, it will, will be a pesky team to knock out. It wasn't too long ago that, let's see, I think it was the spring of 2018 when NC State was the only undefeated team left. They're like 21 and 0 or something. They go up to Louisville and they lose all three games. That's how good that Louisville team was. And that's how good their program can be. Um, so to wrap up baseball, I think uh, don't, if you're a Duke fan, don't freak out. I mean, you had to play a power five team on the road. That's always hard to do. Um, other than that, everybody is looking pretty damn good, except maybe Boston college, but and like, wow, it, like I cannot Pitt, wait for that. It's a sleepy team too. I mean, Pitt, yeah. at the doke. Oh, yeah, that's going to be phenomenal. It is a sleepy team. I mean, dude, we just talked about them. We just talked about them. They could have easily made that tournament. So, um, but I can't wait for that Wake State series, man. I'm going to be so torn. I mean, I won't be torn. I will be rooting for State, and it's at the dope. But yeah, that, it's, all it's crazy baseball players when you, ha- when you find this know, podcast. like. Go ahead, keep going. Go ahead, Nick. I was going to say all Wake Forest pod, all Wake Forest baseball players that listen to this podcast or find this podcast in the coming weeks. You have to bribe Nick. I'm telling you, bring him hats, shirts, 
jerseys, game-used baseballs, free tickets to every game. I'm telling you, buy his love. I want – that's my goal. I want Nick to be at the Wake Forest NC State Series cheering for Wake Forest. We got to make this happen some way, somehow. So I'm going to – this is a plea to all. I don't have the money to do an NIL deal, but I'm willing to, like, do a $25 NLI deal to get you to then put all of your effort and resources just helping by Nick's Nick's family's deli every week to be like, Nick, I brought you this. Go Deeks. I brought you, we're going to train you like, like the Pavlov theory with the ringing of the bell. And then what he's going to do is the week before the state series or the week of, he's going to come in and go, go Deeks and hand you tickets from the Wake Forest pass list. Yeah. That's what we're going to make happen. Nick's going to cheer for the Deeks against the, against the pack nine on that last weekend in May, end of May, isn't it? Isn't it like late May? You know, late May, my yeah. birthday time. I might have to sneak down for that. I'm not going to lie. That's, I kind of wish it was at the couch. No offense to the joke. I'm not a huge fan of that place. It's, it's neither am I. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you throw in Duke's actual stadium and not, you know, the athletic park in Durham, it's not the worst in the ACC of the state of the Carolina schools. But it's the worst if you if you give Duke the advantage of playing ninety percent of their home games at the Bulls Park, so it's unfortunate in a sense. Though I will say the atmosphere there will be maybe actually it will be better at the joke than it would be at the couch, in my opinion. And that's not an insult to Wake Forest. Just NC State gets down. It's just simple as that. There's a reason why Nick went there, guys. He's a he's a frat bro. So not really. Well, maybe you were. I don't remember. But he's a party guy. So I mean, look at him. He's Italian. He knows how to get around. So, um, but anyways, before we wrap up, I do want to give softball their credit. I'm just going to quickly shout out our ranked softball teams. I'm telling you right now, this is not to be unfair. I can't get into seven sports at once. Softball. I'm sorry. You're going to catch the crap out of the stick till it gets closer to the College World Series because there is honestly there is. N- I'm willing to say in sports, but I love the College World Series combined, men's and the women's, so softball and baseball, more than any time. Throw in the men's and women's basketball tournament, throw in the college football playoff. I just love, like, the co- women's College World Series is the it. most slept-on sport, in my opinion. Like, college baseball might be a little bit up there, too, but I think it still gets more love than women's college softball does for the College World Series. The women's college world series. There is so much passion and energy. It is, and and they I love sports that do it right. Played in the same same damn city every single year. So everyone knows where to go. Everyone can book their trip. Everyone's excited for it. It becomes a habit. It becomes a ritual. No one wants to go to Indianapolis. It works better for football because obviously there's enough fan base to go to it. But like lacrosse drops the ball every year, in my opinion, because one year it's in Philly and the next year it's in Baltimore and the next year it's in Boston, the next year it's in New York and the next year it's God knows where, Florida, Georgia, wherever's next. Softball does it right, but shout out. We have two top seven teams, Florida State and Virginia Tech also ranked. We got Duke at 13, Clemson at 14. Uh, That's it for the ACC in terms of ranked. Uh, Unfortunately, the only other team that would be receiving votes is Notre Dame, but I mean, again, that's four teams in the top 14. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. So ACC continues to impress in all sports across the board, not named football. (laughs) Go us. 
But, uh, Nick, that's all I've got. You want to close this one off for us? Lady Packs softball, they're on a they're they're doing well too. I've taken notice of them. They're doing very well. One of their hottest starts, I think, in program history. They they have started off really well. Um, there is one more thing I do want to say, and it's about women's college basketball, and it's about the ACC tournament. Okay. This tournament is in Greensboro. Mike and I have been preaching Greensboro or bust. We've been doing it on Twitter, we've been doing it everywhere part of my job at the radio station i work with uh i do a lot of social media posts uh and we have been promoting on our uh social media pages so facebook and twitter you can follow us on wsjs sports on both of those facebook and twitter uh, i've been putting out posts for the women's college basketball tournament uh shout out i i don't think he listens he's a new guy at work he's an intern to luis put out a great video the other day that i've been posting every day till wednesday go to greensboro if you're just a casual acc basketball fan not men's not women's just if you love greensboro you love the tradition of the acc being in greensboro show up show out to the ACC tournament for the women's uh for the women's teams. Go. Go. You want to keep it in Greensboro? This is one way we could keep it in Greensboro for the men's teams. And okay? it's fun. It is, it is fun. It is It is fun. It is a lot of fun. Like I get it. Some people aren't into women's basketball. You know, I personally like women's basketball. Nick left me on open yesterday on Snapchat, which I'm still offended about. Obviously, it's why I'm bringing it up on the podcast. When I Snapchatted him at the Nebraska women's basketball game yesterday and said, women's basketball is fun, changed my mind. But it, I replied it, to your tweet, though. It's, it's, yeah, well, you didn't like, you told me to stop on my tweet. So that's still messed up. But, anyways, it is incredible what they do. Like, it is very fan friendly, it is very in tuned. And also, and I'm not saying this is the reason you should go. I, I think the game itself is worth it. But this is the only time that you can get a lot of awesome ACC gear. Hats with all the ACC teams on it. Lanyards, decals, shirts of every team. Like all kinds of crazy cool ACC items. Which maybe you don't care about that stuff. But I think it's cool when you can get conference-only gear. And not like this stuff that has just one team on it or whatever. But it's purely... Like the whole conference in general, because I mean, it just means less, but we still got to rep the brand. So, and if you've never been, you can in between games, there's a ton of interactive stuff from, you know, three point shooting competitions, pictures with the mascots. Like if you have family, young kids, or if you're just into the ACC, like I am, like pictures with the mascots, pictures with the trophy, all kinds of vendors. I mean, you don't have to pay for food if you don't want to with all the free samples of Bojangles and cookout and everything else under the sun that you can get on top of just, again, the Greensboro Coliseum is a great place to watch a game. It's annoying as hell. I will say when the men's tournament is sold out because <laughs> it just gets crowded. But I, honestly, I think that's part of the lure of sports. Like I hate people complain about lines when games are sold out. It's like, that's part of it. Part of the enjoyment of the game is being around so many people that you're like, this shit matters. So I hope NC State makes it to the championship, Nick. I really do, just because I know that that Sunday 
there's going to be a lot of damn red in there, especially if, I mean, especially if it's Louisville and NC State, it's going to be a red out. One team's going to have to like figure out who's wearing the black <laughs> in their fan base. But right, um, you know, it is it is so much fun, Nick. I hope I hope you obviously get to go to a couple of the games because um, you really will enjoy it. And also, too, for those of you that don't realize how to appreciate things till they're gone, at the Greensboro Coliseum they have cheer wine as one of their like fountain sodas with their free refill souvenir cup for $10. Uh, as someone that misses cheer wine and can't buy it out in Nebraska, I would, I would honestly go to that just for the cheer wine. So. <laughs> uh, all right. So we've been preaching it for a while. So go to the games if you can. And I think that would be huge if one of the Carolina teams could make it to the championship. And obviously that would probably be NC State. Um, again, follow us on Twitter at WSJS Sports and on Facebook at WSJS Sports. We're tweeting out clips, pictures, and I run those accounts. So when we tweet out the podcast, I think this will also be a huge bonus for my job. If I retweet it, from the FQACC just means less Twitter account. I think that'll give people more attention. Um, hey Nick, or retweet I, I, it from pure, the pure, WSJS account. Pure curiosity, actually. You know what? We'll yeah. save this for off the podcast because I, I think it's it's a, it's a conversation that maybe we don't necessarily have to share with the public. But just to hint at it, so people are not wondering why, why where I'm going with this, we got to figure out how we can work on advertising together, us and 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 you guys over there, seeing if there's a way that we can thirty second clip get get it out there and vice versa i mean obviously their branding for us means less than obviously us getting our brand on them but maybe we can work something out or there's a price that we can pay that's within you know my i think we can do something i definitely think we can that would be that would be really cool if we could pull that off because you know i would love nothing more than to really get us out there because you know i think i and this is not this is not trying to be biased nick does a great job of trying to just you know really energizes podcasts and uh, tell me another podcast that covers every sport at least a little bit I, I can't find one acc wise so i think that makes us special but that's all i've got nick uh for at least the recording part of the podcast anything else you want to add no that's it tommy tanks is a beast uh enjoy your final regular season week of the men's uh acc season uh, we also, we've got Carolina Duke. I will be, once again, I'll just repeat it. I will be at Wake's last game against NC State. Uh, so come find me, shoot, shoot me a DM. Let's meet. Uh, yeah. So I will be there Wednesday, nine o'clock. Uh, geez, Micah, we made it through, basically have made it through basketball season, at least the regular season. So that went by pretty fast. And the best part is, I mean, this time next week, Nick, when we're recording, you're going to have two times uh, the uh, AC championship rings in 2022 than, than, than the, uh, the old big brother, as they like to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but as always, it means just a little bit less in the AC country. No, you know what? It means a lot less in the ACC country today. Go ACC.